Hey, I'm Alex Laughlin, and here are four stories you need to know about today. Students who survived last week's shooting at a Florida high school are organizing a nationwide march to demand action on gun control. Students from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, will lead demonstrations on March 24th across major cities called March for Our Lives. Here's one of the student organizers. And we are organizing it so students everywhere can beg for our lives. Emma Gonzalez, another student organizer, gave a passionate speech over the weekend. She called out officials like President Donald Trump, who have received donations from the National Rifle Association. I'm going to happily ask him how much money he received from the National Rifle Association. Student leaders say their goal is to prompt lawmakers to vote on a comprehensive piece of legislation that addresses gun issues in the country. As the debate on gun control continues, one Florida man announced in a Facebook post that he's giving up his AR-57. This is a rifle similar to the one that was used in last week's shooting, killing 17 students and faculty members. On his Facebook post, he wrote, quote, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. No one without a law enforcement badge needs this rifle. This rifle is not a tool I have use for. The suspected Parkland shooter, 19-year-old Nicholas Cruz, allegedly told police details about how last week's attack was planned and carried out. He told them this shortly after being taken into custody. BuzzFeed News talked to three students who knew Cruz. They said that they reported him to school officials for erratic behavior. They also said that Cruz threatened them after his ex-girlfriend broke up with him. On Saturday, National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster said that Friday's indictment of 13 Russian citizens and three companies is, quote, incontrovertible evidence that Russia interfered in the 2016 U.S. election. The indictment, which was prepared by Special Counsel Robert Mueller, claimed that operations to interfere with the U.S. political system began in 2014, with Russians using fake social media accounts to target U.S. audiences and, quote, traveling to the United States under false pretenses to collect intelligence. President Trump has publicly wavered on whether or not Russia interfered with the election. But McMaster said the indictment shows that the U.S. is becoming, quote, more and more adept at tracing the origins of this espionage and subversion. In a statement on Saturday evening, Trump undercut McMaster's remarks, tweeting that his national security advisor, quote, forgot to say that the results of the 2016 election were not impacted or changed by the Russians and that the only collusion was between Russia and Crooked H, the DNC, and the Dems. Remember the dirty dossier, uranium, speeches, emails, and the Podesta company, unquote. Friday's indictment contained no allegation that the Russians altered the election's outcome. It also didn't allege that any American was a, quote, knowing participant. But Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein told reporters that Mueller's investigation was continuing. More than 200 people have signed on to support a new initiative to fight sexual harassment at work in the UK. The Justice and Equality Fund launched a few days ago, and it plans to offer practical help to people experiencing harassment in three ways— by providing advice and support, by offering legal advice, and by campaigning for safer environments. Celebrities have been adding their names and donations to the crowdfunding page all weekend. Here are a few notables. 
Kira Knightley and Tom Hiddleston each donated 10,000 pounds, which is about 140,000 U.S. dollars. And Emma Watson donated a whopping 1 million pounds, or about 1.4 million U.S. dollars. The donations were made ahead of last night's BAFTAs, which are the annual awards for the UK's film and TV industry. Finally, Black Panther made about $192 million this weekend, and it broke tons of records. This was the biggest domestic opening weekend ever for a film released in February, March, or April. It was the largest global debut for a film with a predominantly black cast. It was the top domestic opening weekend for a black director, Ryan Coogler. This is his third film, by the way, after the acclaimed Sundance darling Fruitvale Station and the Rocky spinoff Creed. And finally, it's the fifth biggest domestic opening weekend ever. It's Marvel Studios' first black superhero film, and people came out to support it. Viewers wore outfits celebrating African identity and the diaspora, as well as t-shirts that celebrated everything about the mythical land of Wakanda. If we've learned anything this weekend, it's that movies starring black actors made by black filmmakers and telling black stories can make blockbuster money. For more on the latest stories, download the BuzzFeed News app. And you can listen to this briefing reporting to you as a podcast or on your smart speakers. Just look for BuzzFeed News.